You are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Monday show for you. we got a lot to talk about in regards to the NBA playoffs. Pretty much these series are over. And we're going to talk NHL playoffs. I've got so many statistics to lay out for you. And you know how I like to lay out info, news, notes, statistics. Pretty much all the statistics, if you bet with them this weekend, you lost. A lot of things did not go to form this weekend, and we will go over all of that momentarily. All right, let's start with Saturday night, NBA, Los Angeles, Lakers lose to the Denver Nuggets. Now, this series is over. I'm not even going to give you any sort of hint that the Lakers can even make this a series, and here's why. (laughs) Number one, the Los Angeles Lakers have been down three games to none in their franchise history eight times. All eight times, they never even won game four. (laughs) Every time they've been down 3-0, eight for eight have gotten swept. It is tough to see a LeBron team get swept. I almost feel like he won't let them get swept. And it's not like Denver has blown them out. All three games, the Lakers had a chance in the fourth quarter, but Nuggets executed better, plain and simple. They've been the better team all season. They were the number one team in the West for a reason, and they've shown it in the Western Conference Finals. Lakers had a chance. This was a five-point game with six minutes left, and it was um, 94-93. Lakers, Denver goes on a 13-0 run from the seven-minute mark to the four-minute mark. That was all she wrote. Lakers were down 106-94 with four minutes left. Done. But there they were, up one with seven minutes left. Like, you can't. They've been in all three games. They just could not play good down the stretch. They didn't execute well. Denver did. That's why they're down 3-0. Now, the thing that really killed the Lakers was not splitting in Denver. Because, yeah, you lose Saturday, but you'd only be down 2-1, and you can win game four and be tied at two. That's what losing those both of those games in Denver really did to them. Should They should have won game three. They needed to win game three. But what losing both in Denver did was not give you any room for error if you're a Laker. And look what happened. Yeah, if they would have split in Denver... Yeah, game three, losing game three at home, your first home loss in the playoffs would have sucked. But if you came back in game four and won, now it's a 2-2 series with best of three left. So that's what really hurt them, um, was not winning one or two in Denver. And they had their chances. Again, both games, three-point games with under a minute to go, and they couldn't close out. Not only are the Lakers 0-8 in playoff games after being down 3-0 and lost all of them four games to none, got swept in all of them, 149 times in NBA history has an NBA team been down 3-0. 91 of those times ended up in a sweep. So way more than half of them end up in a sweep. Only three teams out of 149 have even forced a game seven. I don't know how many forced a game five. I don't know how many forced a game six. But the, bi- the biggest ones to look at are, of the four, 149 times that a team went up 3-0, how many closed it out right in the very next game? 91 of them. And how many even got to a game seven? 
three out of 149. So this series is over. The Denver Nuggets are headed to the NBA Finals, and they deserve it. They've been the better team for this series. A lot of people thought the Lakers were going to beat them. I certainly did. And, you know, all the numbers pointed to the Lakers. Not, not, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. I should say all the numbers pointed to them. But they had a lot on their side. Teams that were down 0-2 heading into Saturday's game, teams that were down 0-2 in the conference finals were 6-56. and So, yes, they had a lot working against them. However, LeBron was on two of those six teams that did end up winning, being down 0-2, the 2017 and 28 Cleveland Cavaliers, teams that I think this year's Lakers team is better than. So I just – they – I, I guess I was surprised. I, I was surprised they came out as poorly as they did. Even though they were only down three at halftime, uh, I was surprised that they didn't do whatever they could to just say, look, Jamal Murray's not going to beat us. He was hot in the first half. He had 30 points at halftime, only seven after halftime. But then Nikola Jokic picked up his game and had 15 fourth-quarter points. Like They're just a balanced team and playing better in all aspects. And the Lakers are getting sporadic play here and there from players. Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Outside of Davis's Game 2 performance, all of those four played well for the Lakers. But Denver had more players playing well. So this series is going to end tonight, or it's going to end either tonight or Wednesday, because I just... I just don't see it. They're not going to give this. They're not going to make this a series. And even if the Lakers win tonight, you know, the narrative will become, gosh, well, the Lakers, you know, hanging in there. Hey, they're hanging in there. What do you know? God, Denver's got all the pressure on them. They don't want to go back to L.A. for a game six. It's just like, can we stop jumping ahead? Let's just see what happens tonight. But even if the Lakers win tonight, they're losing game five in Denver. They're just they just are. They're not. They know it. They know Denver's been a better team. The Lakers aren't winning four in a row, and that's that. I wanted them to win this series. I've been dead wrong in this series about the Lakers. They were all close. It's not like, like I said, Denver was this superior team in every aspect, and the Lakers could never beat them. They've just played three close games, and Denver pulled out all three. Now, as for last night's game, holy shit. You talk about every number favoring the Boston Celtics after the game one loss. You know, the game one loss, it was like, okay, (laughs) you need to play a little bit better than that. And game two on Friday, the Celtics had all the numbers in their favor. 16 times in a row, a game one home loser in the playoffs won game two. Celtics didn't. Jason Tatum has not made a field goal. Did not make a field goal in the first in the fourth quarter of games one or games two. That's unheard of. And he also didn't make one last night. You know why? Because it wasn't even playing in the fourth quarter. The game was so embarrassing. They were just terrible. Terrible. I mean, the Celtics quit last night. After the game, head coach Joe Mazzulla was asked, did he think he lost the locker room? And he said, yeah. 
It's why I need to be better to figure out what this team needs. I don't think I've ever heard that in the history of the NBA from a coach. I've lost the team. He says that, I don't want to say in the middle of a playoff series. Whether he said it or not, this series is over. They're probably losing tomorrow night. If they quit in game three like they did, they're not going to all of a sudden rally around Coach Joe Mazzula and all of a sudden beat Miami. Miami has been, you know, it's funny to look back on it now. Miami and Denver, 11-3 and three in the playoffs overall, both of them. It's like they were the two teams playing the best all playoffs, yet I'm guilty of it as just the next person. I thought we were going to have a Lakers-Celtics <laughs> NBA Finals. And not only are you not going to have that, it was never even close. At least the Lakers gave them games. Miami just, just destroying Boston. This Boston team, what a – I mean, if you want to do the whole Giannis thing, Celtics, was this a failure? Yes, it was because your team quit on their coach. I know this seems extreme, and I know this seems very hyperbolic and in the moment, but I honestly think that Joe Mazzulla might lose his job. I might think – I think this might be a one-and-done for him. I think the Celtics might realize, holy crap, he's in over his head. He's not an NBA head coach, at least not yet because of the way this team is responding to him. He's been terrible coaching in the fourth quarter of games one and two. He didn't need a coach in the fourth quarter of this one, but just the fact that, look, I know they were down 25, 26, whatever it was last night to start the fourth quarter. This is the playoffs. You put your starters in there to start the fourth quarter and say, you give me three minutes. If we can start this fourth quarter on an 8-0 run, a 12-2 run, get it down into, you know, 15, 16-point range, we got a shot. He literally quit at the beginning of the fourth quarter, took everybody out, played his subs for a whole fourth quarter, and you could say, Steve, it was a 25, 30-point game, whatever it was. I don't care. This is the playoffs. This is your livelihood. This is your season on the line. And he said at the end of the third quarter, I'm waving the white flag. We're done. I'm not even going to try to win this game. I'm not even going to try to see if my starters can make a run and get out to a hot start in the fourth quarter. It's possible. He said, no, I'm done. Unbelievable. Boy, they are. They're a mess. And I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if the Celtics made a coaching change at the end of this because of how bad it's been. Because of how bad they've been outcoached and because of the quitting last night. Not just because they're down 0-3 and they're going to lose as a number two seed to an eight seed. But, you know, like I said, throw the seedings away. Miami has been awesome all playoffs. And everybody, including myself, at least in the beginning, said, how are they doing this? But you know what I said on Friday. After game one's, after game one's win on Wednesday, I said, I said the Heat are going to win this series. I probably should have said it before the series started, but even after game one, even though all the numbers favored the Celtics to come back and win game two because 16 home one losers, game one losers at home, had won game two in the playoffs and had all won by double digits, or an average of double digits. I I even said, look, Miami's better. I'm sick of saying Miami is, how are they doing this or whatever. They're just better. They're better coached. They play harder. You, I mean, did you watch the game yesterday? Your season is on the line. You're down 2-0. Did you see the effort that the Celtics put out? It was pathetic. 
And as a coach, when your team isn't even trying, it doesn't matter about X's and O's. Miami was up 25, 30 points in the third quarter, and they were playing that game like it was game seven of the NBA Finals. And Boston just, you know, look, Boston clearly was realizing they were getting their doors blown off. And, yeah, it's a lot easier for the team that's up by 25 to be running around and playing and playing off the crowd and playing hard. But, man, Boston just quit. That was disgusting. Not good for them. And the funny thing was, Vegas still disrespecting Miami Heat. Boston Celtics lost game one and game two at home. The Miami Heat were 10-3 and three in the playoffs thus far, clearly playing better than any team in the playoffs outside of the Nuggets. And in game three, the Celtics were a three-point favorite in Miami. What the hell? <laughs> Easiest money you'll ever make. This series is not going back to Boston. I would be stunned, stunned if Boston put up any sort of fight and won game four. This series is over. Your NBA Finals matchup, Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat, just like we all predicted. (laughs) All right, hockey. Going to talk a lot of playoff hockey here. Man... What a gut punch yesterday was to Dallas Stars fans. You basically dominated that game. I shouldn't say dominated. You played better and deserved to win the game for 57 of the 60 minutes. Vegas gets a goal with, I think, 220 left in the third period and then goes to overtime, and they score within two minutes. And now Vegas has a 2-0 lead. Yes, all they did was defend their home ice, Dallas needs to come home and win Tuesday, Thursday, and make it a three-game series. But that was a gut punch yesterday. And that was another one where every single thing, if you looked at statistics and numbers, favored the Dallas Stars to win that game. Road teams have been killing it in the playoffs in overtime. I mean, just in this series alone, Look at the Stars in the playoffs so far. Stars lost in round one, game one at home in overtime to Minnesota. Came back and won game two. Round two to the Seattle Kraken. Lost game one at home in overtime, won game two. This round, Western Conference Finals, Vegas, lost in overtime on the road. So everything was like it was setting up to be like, yeah, they can bounce back. The numbers that I've read you all season long, the new numbers going into yesterday, Jake Ottinger, Dallas Stars goalie, had lost one game off a loss this year. He was 22-1-3 off a loss this season, including he had won 11 games in a row off a loss. Didn't happen for him yesterday. The Golden Knights are just the comeback kids. They now have eight wins in the play- sorry, ten wins in the playoffs so far. Eight of them are come from behind. Yesterday was the seventh straight game that the Vegas Golden Knights gave up the first goal of the game. Seven straight games, and here they are up 2-0 in the Western Conference Finals. It's also the first time the first four games of the Conference Finals have gone to overtime. 
Florida has beaten Carolina twice in overtime. Matthew Kachuk, both goals in overtime in Carolina. So Carolina's in deep doo-doo. But both games in Vegas go to overtime. It's the first time it's ever happened in NHL history. And the road teams, I mean, the road teams are killing it. 16-7 and seven in overtime games in the playoffs this year. The road team. Yet, the Dallas Stars can't get in that win column because they are now 0-4 in overtime in the playoffs this year, including the first two games of this series. Just tough. Tough. God, that game yesterday was a killer. Anybody that watched it, nobody deserves, you don't just, you're not handed wins. To win any game in the playoffs in hockey is hard. But when you play as well as they did, they stuck to their game plan. They were all over the, the Vegas Golden Knights had taken 10 shots. I think they're averaging 50 a game. They had taken 10 shots in the first two periods. Dallas's defense couldn't have been any better. The one goal that Vegas had scored before two minutes left in the game was a bad deflection off somebody's skate that landed right in front of a Vegas player, and he punched it in. Like, you couldn't have played any better if you're the Dallas Stars yesterday. This one's going to be tough. I hope it doesn't have a carryover effect into Tuesday's game. I know the Dallas Stars fans will be rowdy and ready to go on Tuesday. But, man, you really needed a split in Vegas. This is going to be a difficult series. And it's going to be the same way for – I say the same thing about the Stars as I did for the Lakers. It just leaves them no room for error. Yeah, you're going to have – you know, you didn't have home ice advantage to start the series. So you're going to have to win a game on the road at at some point in the series to win the series. But when you can't get that split in the first two games – Leaves you no room for error. You lose one of these next two, and you are down 3-1 with two of the final possible three games in Vegas. It's just, it is very tough. Not impossible, but very tough. And, God, they had to win that game yesterday. Everybody here thought they were going to win it. I thought they were going to win it. Yes, they played defensive in the last five minutes. It just seemed like all they were trying to do was clear the puck. They weren't trying to control it. And when you play not to win, sometimes that happens. Very, very disappointing loss for the Dallas Stars. So so the Florida Panthers are up 2-0, going home for their next two games. Dallas Stars lost their first two games on the road. They got to win. They got to win Tuesday and Thursday at home. Make this a three-game series. You don't want to be behind 3-1, but they are going to be kicking themselves. If they lose game three or four, they're going to be kicking themselves that they didn't walk out of game two with a W. Tough, tough loss. Ah, still bothered by it. Somebody just get me out of my misery here. I'll be so much happier if they win game three and four at home. But something tells me they're going to split. I think they win game three, and then that game four uh, is going to be I'm going to be on the edge of my seat on that one because I think that's going to be the one that they might drop and they are going to kick themselves that because they lost game two that when they if and they lose game four instead of being even at two two they're going to be down three one. 
I mean, just it's a bizarre. Like everything pointed to the stars. I told you all the numbers. Jake Ottinger and the team itself. The team hadn't lost back-to-back games since mid-March. Almost nine weeks since they lost back-to-back games until yesterday. Jake Ottinger had lost one game off a loss all season until yesterday. The Stars lost all three game ones in the playoffs so far after scoring first, then lost an OT, and then came back and won game two. It was all there. All there for them. Two minutes to go. I think they scored with... I think Vegas scored with like 212 left. Ugh. All right, I'm done. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I expect the Lakers series to end tonight. If it doesn't, it'll end in game five. But that'll be on tonight if you want to watch that. <laughs> and uh, Florida looking to continue to do what they're doing in the NHL playoffs, which is literally uh, had to struggle to even get into the playoffs. And now, basically, nobody can beat them. God, hockey is such witchcraft. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. Pass this along to anybody that you know that's a sports fan. I know they'll like it. And remember, sports will always be the greatest reality show on television. See you.